Once again, it's on them reckless rapping niggas All the way up like the light bill after Christmas Keep them gears in rotation like the rack and paying balance different You ain't moving white, you just a Casper nigga Spazzing nigga, hitting like contractions nigga Play by play, yeah the flow on all mad nigga I don't host battles but won't hesitate to smack a nigga Long haul guts now, this is the second episode for For the Culture, where the real is recognized and shit stay real and it's crooked as America. Here to talk about what's real to you and fake to me. Now, let's get to it. For Black Friday, we got Miosha, the bullheaded Mimi herself. We also got the realest motherfucker alive, Lundy. Here. And we got your girl, Frenchie Rose, the conscious ratchet, the disrespectful bully, too, wise. And this is Black Friday. So for today's Black Friday segment, we want to discuss how are public schools failing our Black children? I mean, is it really the teacher's fault that our children are lagging behind? Or is the responsibility on the parents to make sure that their kids can keep up? It's the mama fucking fault. That's right. That's right. I blame <laughs> the mama. And the reason why I blame the mama is because at the end of the day, teaching your kids don't stop at school. You need to finish doing that shit at home. And the yeah. fact that these parents not doing a job, because I don't care what it is. I understand, like, most moms are tired. Most moms is working a full shift. Most moms don't have a two-parent household. Most moms got to prepare meals. Most moms got to take care of their other kids. I get it. However, are we going to allow our kids to suffer and continue to suffer because we, as a whole, can't come up with a solution? I mean, that's a good point. They do say that parents don't... Like, parents lack cooperation as far as working with the teachers in the school to make sure that the kids is, you know, getting the information they need, that the kids are on track. But at the same time, the moms ain't had these kids by themselves. Like, we ain't lay down and just produce these kids by ourselves. Like, nigga, we need help. True. <clears throat> True. Definitely be more males in the household. And if they ain't going to be in the household, they need to provide financially so that the moms can be the, you know, provide that nurturing aspect that they're supposed to give. True. Or provide a tutor. That too, but that's what it comes back to the community. I feel like it's not enough community resources or community outreach that's actually there to actually uh take uh take in what we what we lack. At some point, we can always come together to discuss what we can do as a community to pull in some resources, whether it be fundraisers or whether it be families who can donate something, or we come together to you know figure out what businesses maybe we can go to to you know see if they can donate anything is there uh other places other schools um i've heard parents say that or teachers suggest that parents go to other schools like at the end of the school year see if they have supplies that maybe they don't need or additional supplies that they can get rid of and we can you know get supplies that way so there's definitely you know other things out there that we could be doing are we being open enough or do we have initiative and you know motivation to to get out there and and do those things yeah i feel like that's an excellent point simply because i feel like where we fuck up at is that when it comes to traditional things or doing things 
when it comes to the school curriculum, we think that it's supposed to stay the same like how it was back in 1954. And that's not the case. With the evolution of life and technology, we got to take advantage of that. So, like, most people out here got a GoFundMe page. Why we can't have a GoFundMe page for every school, every public school system? That way, they have more access to a lot more resources and a lot more people that's willing to help the kids that don't even know about the situations or know about the, the interference or the derailments that they have for these school children. You feel what I'm saying? Because a lot of times, people just don't know. Yeah, but I like how you say, said with the fundraising and all that kind of yeah, stuff, too. Yeah, but it's hard to... To me, it's hard to make a GoFundMe account for a school that's already getting money and that's excelling. But it's which schools is getting money. Let's keep it a buck because these inner city schools ain't getting no money. They're getting robbed of their resources. And they get Meanwhile, shit. Exactly. E-waste. Meanwhile, they got these, these white public schools that's getting all these different things handed down to them from studios being built. I was watching Love and Hip Hop the other day and they had a studio being built for these kids. Ain't none of them kids in there look like me. That was on that damn TV show. You feel I what I'm saying? I understand, but a GoFundMe is a short-term solution for a long-term problem. Is it? You gotta, yeah. I mean, regardless of whether you know the parents ain't doing what they need to do at the house. I mean, I'm not ex- exempting them from doing that. However, the curriculum needs to be changed. Like, you need to teach these kids at a higher level so they can excel more. You can't, they can't be in eighth grade on sixth grade level stuff because that's the curriculum that they putting out there. We got to put pressure on people on the school board in order to get shit like that changed. Get on their necks. And not only that, I feel like we got to start blaming the public office as well. Because like these people that's appointed to pretty much, uh, being charged to service the community or being responsibilities for the public, I feel like they're the ones that need to be held accountable and not just keep saying that it's the parents' fucking fault all day long. Because at the end of the day, why? where are these resources and where can we see where the resources are being used? What about that lady that just stole all that money that was just recently fired from the school board? Yeah, she was fired, but bruh, she stole like over millions of dollars. How come these inner city schools is not seeing those millions of dollars? What? Uh, some inner city schools ain't seen a million dollars over the last 10 years. Exactly, because all they do is focus on attendance. They focus on attendance so they can stay at 6A, 5A school so they can be at a performance level for football, basketball, or whatever, you know, whatever region they're trying to cater to. But honestly, bro, it's kind of fucked up because it's like the actual education is being ignored. It's student-athlete. You a, you, you a student before you an athlete, period, at the end of the day. Like, I, I don't know, it's, and it's different nowadays because when, when I was coming up playing sports, if you ain't make your grades... You ain't play, and it wasn't a teacher that was gonna help you pass if you ain't deserved to pass. Now, on the other hand, you can be dumb as a box of rocks, and you got an A in the class, and you fail a standardized test, and they trying to figure out how you got an A in the class, but you pass a standardized test. Proctors, <laughs> like Lori Laughlin, <laughs> <laughs> buying grades, white collar exactly. crimes, full of houses and shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a part of the reason. Uh, or a part of the reason why I have an issue with the public school system and a part of the reason that I feel as to why they're failing, failing the children is because they're not really teaching the children how to be logical. I feel like they're not, we're not teaching them how to be critical thinkers. We're teaching them to go and be trained how to sit in a class, 
how to be good test takers, how to regurgitate information, um, how to be, you know, like they're, they're not teaching them to be forward thinking, to be innovative, to Have be you- out of the box, um, you know, with, with their ideas, with their concepts. Like, um, I know creative my, thinking. Yeah. With my child, for example, when he was in kindergarten, I observed him. Um, and the reason I say observed is because we was, I was working with the teachers. Um, basically, we were, you know, talking about his behavior and things. And when I went to observe my child, <laughs> he's raising his hands constantly, you know, to answer questions, answer questions. And the teacher's assistant is putting his hands down because, you know, he's raising his hands too much or, you know, he got to give other children, you know, a chance to answer or just because, you know, the teacher hasn't finished at, at ask the question and he already is raising his hand ready to answer oh, yeah, that question. was me in school yes <laughs> and it's like that kid you know it's like I understand other children need to grow and yes we do need to encourage that growth in all of the children but there's a way to do it um you know in my opinion you don't stunt of, the growth of another child though in the process of doing that and that's what I'm saying so in my my opinion the way to do it because I feel like you can do encourage it for all the children but the way to do it is to you know, let's explain to that child, you know, thank you for, you know, thank you uh, for your motivation. Thank you for, you know, being ready to answer, being ready, prepared to answer the question. But, you know, let's give somebody else a turn. It's, it's that positive encouragement to that should be promoted amongst all the students, not just a particular, you know, well-behaved <clears throat> or a particular, you know, certain type of child that, you know, is more catered toward in the public school system. You know, a lot more kids are, you know, uh, uh Left behind. Yeah, they're left behind because of it. If if they're not, you know, maintaining or acting or behaving a a certain way with the other ones. Um or they don't look apart. And I feel like that's kind of fucked up because you're not supposed to just look at a child, judge a a kid by what you think they can be or where you think they can be become. And when you hear these rappers talk about these schools and and these teachers and they flat out tell them straight up that you ain't gonna never amount to shit, you ain't gonna never be shit. These kids, you know, some of them actually does listen to these teachers. You feel what I'm saying? So you always got the teacher ignoring you, not listening to you, not taking you serious. How do you expect these kids to be taken serious when they get into the real world? And the thing is, the kids, they feel that. They know that's happening. They might not yes, have the words to, to, distri- to describe it, but they know that's happening. So then when you have a child, you know, now closing in or not trying as hard or, you know, in their mind, they're probably thinking, you know, why should I try? I'm, I'm going to be told to be quiet or I'm going to be told to just sit down or, you know, it's they, that they do it. But but at I'm the same time, I got to I gotta take up for teachers, the teachers, too, because... These teachers got these overpopulated classrooms where they sick and tired as well. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm not saying that these teachers got to be overall perfect. However, I see it from both sides. You feel what I'm saying? Because these teachers got a lot that they got to do because a lot's not being done at the home. So not only are they taking care of your child, they babysitting your child as well when they misbehaving. Because technically, they're not supposed to hit your child. Back in the day, they used to be able to whoop your kids. Facts. Yeah, but whooping them wouldn't necessarily be, I mean, effective. Like, and and hit me out where I'm going with it. Um, I feel no, nah, because I agree because I feel like the world has changed. Uh, yeah, but putting them in in school in school suspension or out of school suspension ain't ain't quite helping. Well, they got they getting rid of that now. I know in Florida they kind of like getting rid of that because at the end of the day, you put a kid in suspension, they're gonna just pretty much join a gang and be out there in the streets, and that's what they're trying to pretty much prevent from happening. But like we were talking about earlier, we need to bring back these gangs and the fundamentals of what the gang used to be back in the day if these kids are going to be joining these different peer clubs. Not saying that I'm, you know, I'm, a, I'm, a, um, I'm promoting that. I'm just saying, like, back in the day, these, 
these uh these gangs stood for something. Nowadays, they don't have any fundamental value. Period. If you do no better than they did, next time it will be you. They said this school was dead, like the cemetery is built on. But we call our East Side teams ghosts, don't we? And what are ghosts? Ghosts are spirits that rise from the dead. I want you to be my ghosts. You are going to lead our resurrection by defying the expectation that all of us are doomed to failure. My motto is simple. If you do not succeed in life, I don't want you to blame your parents. I don't want you to blame the white man. I want you to blame yourselves. The responsibility is yours. In two weeks, we have a practice exam. And the minimum basic skills test on April 13th. That's 110 school days from now. But it's not just about those test scores. If you do not have these basic skills, you will find yourselves locked out. Locked out of that American dream that you see advertised on TV that they tell you was so easy to get. You are here for one reason, one reason only, to learn, to work for what you want. The alternative is to waste your time and to fall into the trap of crime, drugs, and death. Does everyone understand that? Do all of you understand me? Then welcome to the new East Side High. God, I just feel like we get, we get, in America, at the end of the day, we get too much time off. So we're not, we're not putting in that hard work. You know what I'm saying? Even in our early days, so that now once we're in middle school, high school, we're already at that level where we're used to sitting, working, focusing. You know what I'm saying? Like you already yeah, got yeah, that, see, that. I can talk about this still. a little too. See, I was a gifted student. So even when we had breaks, we never necessarily got a break. We had these big, thick-ass packets that we had to have completed. And we always had to work on, regardless if we was in school or not in school. And then when we went back to school, we was tested on that, that grade work material the very first day. And it was like in a quiz-like mentality. Like, it was always fun. Like, it was always Jeopardy. It was always a fun learning environment. It wasn't like what most kids used to. Books out, everybody quiet, you got to sit down. It wasn't none of that. You know what I'm saying? However, by you actually giving us, like, all this work, it didn't feel like a lot of work because it was so much fun doing it. And it became, work became fun at home as well. And I feel like that's what's missing in these schools. Like, kids feel like, like, work is a chore. It's no longer fun. Like, it's supposed to be a fun learning and innovative experience, and that's taken away. It should be fun. Yeah, but you fun go to school to learn at the end of the day. But, yeah, but at the end of the day, I agree. Like, some lessons ain't going to be that fun. Like, some lessons just going to be dry. Some lessons, you know what I'm saying? Like you just Not necessarily. Destroy. You just got to be creative. Like, I had this, uh, shout out to Miss Central. With the content. And so I agree with you. You got to be creative. But I'm just saying, like, I don't care. Some things, I don't care how creative it is. I just don't. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be interested in it. So it's going to be harder for me to focus on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, no matter how creative they get. But I do agree with you. The, the, create, the more creative it is, the more interest 
or the better you can hold the individual's focus. I agree. Yeah, because most of these schools have came came down to like this standardized testing. And that's the only way of testing. That took away all the different elements of learning. Period. And speaking of this standardized testing, the dang standardized teaching they give it. <laughs> but they doing it. They doing it so that they doing it so that the schools can pass. The school yeah, can pass but... get an A school, B school. They they doing it so they can pass the test instead of actually teaching the kids the fundamentals of life, like economics, financial credit, like things that's going to actually apply to your actual becoming an adult. You feel what I'm saying? And what I care about most, I feel like they're not teaching the kids how to think. I feel like they just teach the yeah, kids. Yeah, it's no more memorize. critical or lateral thinking, period. They teach them how to memorize and how to just, just, hey, just do this, the same routine over and over again, and you're going to be successful. You're going to be, we just got to, you know, you'll get through to the next level. And it's like, man, you really trying to teach them how to have a mediocre life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, they teaching them how to how to just get to the next grade. They not they not the kids aren't learning. They're learning how to barely make it to the next grade. They're teaching them as as little as possible, really, to the kids. But they feel like they're just as much as possible for them, so they can get them to pass this one little funky ass test that prevents them from going to the next grade. That, but that's why but it's not even the teacher's fault because I can I can vouch for this myself. Like Mr. Uh, Hafner, he was a math teacher, and he realized that a lot of kids wasn't even pretty much learning math at a high school level. Most kids were still stuck in elementary. So what he did was, and I commend him for it, he went back and taught math on that level and brought them up to speed to where we were at in the 10th grade. You feel what I'm saying? And I feel like it's okay. Like if they if they seriously mean no child left behind and they gotta actually hold themselves accountable to no child left behind and allow, like how y'all said, case by case scenarios, allow those case by case scenario kids to fucking catch up. Because they don't. And then teachers get reprimanded for not um from failing based off test scores. You get rid of the test scores, I'm pretty sure these kids are gonna do much more better. I mean, much better. Alrighty, now that's going to wrap up the show so be sure to tune in for tomorrow's episode of part two of how is public schools failing our black children again this is something that you don't want to miss this is something that's affecting everybody in our neighborhoods something that we need to pretty much talk and also come up with a solution so therefore please tune in share with a friend subscribe and do what you got to do so that we can go ahead and help these kids two wise and this is for the culture ah! What that mean then don't talk shit to us You might smoke your blunts but don't spark up this Dutch Last year turned down for what this year All the way up hey.